Do you remember the old spiritual song we often sing this time of the year? Were you there? Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Sometimes it causes me to tremble. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Those who claim to rebuke and correct reports and information by others with, quote unquote, the facts, but who actually do so according to their own prejudices and with an intentional narrative isn't anything new. Such so-called fact-checking has been going on for millennia. Hear now these facts, recorded in God's absolutely true, inspired, inerrant, and infallible word, the word which never returns to him void. I'll be reading from Matthew chapter 27, verses 57 through 66. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who himself had also become a disciple of Jesus. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be given to him. And Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock. And he rolled a large stone against the entrance of the tomb and went away. And Mary Magdalene was there, and the other Mary, sitting opposite the grave. Now on the next day, the day after the preparation, the chief priest and the Pharisees gathered together with Pilate, and said, Sir, we remember that when he was still alive, that deceiver said, After three days I am to rise again. Therefore, give orders for the grave to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal him away, and say to the people, He has risen from the dead and the last deception will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard, go, make it as secure as you know how. And they went and made the grave secure, and along with the guard they set a seal on the stone. This passage clearly declares the fact of Christ's death and burial. The historical truth had first-hand witnesses, like Joseph of Arimathea, a disciple of Jesus, as well as those who hated the Lord, Pilate, the Pharisees and chief priests, and the Roman soldiers. These men went to great measures, the most significant and secure they were capable of, to be sure that no one could steal the dead body of the King of the Jews. And in that sense, they accomplished their goal. Nobody stole his body. The next day, however, King Jesus was no longer in the tomb, not because somebody stole him away, but because he rose from the dead, exactly as he had promised. Just as there is no doubting the death and burial of our Lord, there is no doubting his bodily resurrection. No doubting, that is, if you believe the facts as recorded in God's words. For 2,000 years, many have sought to suppress the truth in unrighteousness. And they've done so concocting all kinds of theories, stories, and schemes. But the fact of the matter is, 
he who died and was buried rose again on the third day and is alive, reigning and ruling at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, with all authority given to him in heaven and on earth. His enemies laid him in a tomb, and they sought to keep him there. But Pilate, the chief priests, and the Pharisees, the best Roman soldiers, even Satan and hell itself couldn't make that grave secure enough to keep our Lord and Savior in it. Ain't no grave going to hold his body down. Sometimes it causes me to tremble. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.